Welcome to the DermVet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist practicing in Portland, Oregon with animal dermatology clinics. I'm also a mom of two, just trying to find the balance like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make derm more fun than frustrating. It can be a challenge keeping up with all of the innovations and new products that are out there. And flea preventions are no exception. And this is obviously going to be very dependent depending on which country you're in, since there are different regulations and different products between all the different countries out there. Now for isoxazolines, I do want to cover this week cats and next week dogs, because as I started diving into all the different products that are out there and some of the differences, even for me, it gets confusing because as a dermatologist, I mostly focus on the flea component, right? Because we see flea allergic dermatitis in cats and dogs. But of course, there are some differences in the different combination preventatives that are out there. And recently, I was speaking at a conference and had an attendee even ask me about a new product out for cats that I didn't even realize was released. I'd heard about a similar combination product in Europe, but I hadn't really heard of it in the US. So As of now, July 2023, because things are always changing, I wanted to do a review of which isoxazolines are out there. Because if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, I talk about the importance of isoxazoline use. A couple different reasons for that. One, when we're talking about allergic dermatitis, whether in cats or dogs, we want to rule out the easy things. In some form of flea allergy dermatitis, whether it is the entire problem or a portion of the problem, because we do know dogs and cats with environmental allergies can be predisposed to flea allergy dermatitis. It is also something that they can show as they're adults, something they don't have to show initially when they're really, really young. We want to make sure that's not even in question for our patients because they're already on good, effective, a good duration of flea prevention. But then also because of the effect that isoxazolines have on other ectoparasites. So we know lots of mites, things of that nature. There's several studies out there showing how efficacious the isoxazolines are at controlling those. So we're just kind of giving ourselves a big umbrella over ectoparasites by using isoxazolines. Good flea control plus any other itchy potential ectoparasite that could be causing symptoms in dogs or cats. So we're going to, I started kind of researching all the ins and outs of these products and it gets a bit overwhelming. So we're going to do cats this week and then we'll jump into dogs next week just to kind of separate them out and not make it too long and confusing. So looking at isoxazolines in general, it is a novel class of an ectoparasiticide and how they work is they have a potent inhibitory um, activity on glutamate and GABA chloride channels in the nervous systems of invertebrates. So remember that all these different flea products, there's different ways that they are effective. Some of the older products, if they were only adult, uh, affecting the adult portion of the flea life cycle, we may not be affecting things like, you know, the eggs that are in the area or preventing them from necessarily laying eggs. So that's why some of the more updated products can be more beneficial as far as actually controlling fleas. And I recently did an episode of the podcast about the flea life cycle that you can check out just kind of talking about the differences between all of those. So we know that for the isoxazolines, 
the fleas and ticks and mites are some of the more important things that we're controlling with that. Now, again, there's always change in which products are out there and there's different products in different countries that are approved. So I just want to go over some of the differences and similarities of the cat isoxylene products. I can only speak personally to the ones that are in the U.S. because that's where I practice. Clearly, there's going to be differences depending on which country you are in. So starting out, Revolution Plus. So Revolution Plus by Zoetis is Seroloner, which is the isoxazoline, and then Selamectin, which is what normal Revolution is. So obviously, all these products are going to have efficacy against fleas, which is what we want. It's going to kill adult fleas. Um, they have good speed of kill. So we're hopefully preventing things like laying of eggs. Now, some of the differences is Revolution Plus. So Seralana is what's in Sempirica for dogs. So Seralana and Selamectin is what's in Revolution Plus. It's a difference. The Seralana is the difference between Revolution, which is just Selamectin, and Revolution Plus, which is Selamectin and Seralana. Um, it is effective and we don't deal, I don't deal a ton with tick issues. I mean, we have ticks where I practice, but we don't see a lot of those cases where that's a huge concern, but clearly always good for them to be on good fleet in tick control. They have three types of ticks that are controlled with Revolution Plus, the black legged slash deer tick, the American dog tick, and the Gulf Coast tick. Kind of depending on where you live, that could be of concern. Another thing that's kind of listed um, on their label and on the literature, just I kind of searched the individual packets and websites for these products, is ear mite infestation. So we do know in general, isoxazoline should be effective against most mites. Um, a lot of that's kind of just through studies and off-label use, but Revolution Plus does have something mentioned about ear mite infestations. This is also true for Revolution. So something where you know if you have a case where that is a problem, otodectes, you have it listed here. And then moving beyond that also helps uh, to treat and control roundworm and hookworm infections and can help with things like prevention of heartworm disease, which I know hasn't gotten as much attention, attention in cats versus dogs, but is something we're hearing more and more about. Youngest age um, is eight weeks. So the monthly products from what I can see, I mostly see um, eight weeks listed. Um, and then obviously we'll talk about Perfecto, which is a longer product, which because of the, probably the length of time it covers, we have growth within that time is not quite as young. Um, so youngest age, eight weeks, they have listed the lowest weight as 2.8 pounds. So Revolution Plus, it is a monthly product. Then next, moving on to Perfecto for cats. So this is Fluoroloner, very some, the same ingredient we see in the Perfecto for dogs. The Brevecto for cats is a topical product, so it's also going to help kill adult fleas. It's going to help treat and prevent things like flea infestation. For their labeling on Brevecto, this is normal Brevecto, we'll get to the other one next, they have two types of ticks listed, the black-legged deer tick and then the American dog tick. Um, Brevecto, since it's just Fluoroloner, does not control things like roundworm hookwork infections or heartworm disease. And then its youngest age is listed at six months. Um, still a low, if slightly lower poundage, 2.6 pounds, but obviously they have to be six months of age based on the label. So that is Brevecto on its own. So that is an every 12 week or about three month product. Now, 
What's been more recently released in the last couple of years is Brevecto Plus. Brevecto Plus is Floriloner, which is what's in Brevecto, with Moxidectin. So it has that additional combination ingredient with the Moxidectin present. So you're still going to get everything we see with Brevecto, right? Good flea control. Going to get the same two ticks that we get with Brevecto, the black legged or deer tick, American dog tick. But now you're going to get the roundworm, hookworm, heartworm disease coverage. Um, It is youngest age six months, so similar to the normal Brevecto and lowest weight about 2.6 pounds. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention is this is an every two month product. My understanding from talking to several people that work, um, with the company, uh, is that this is mostly because of the moxidectin and it's actually the same Floriloner um, amounts as the Merck product, same Floriloner amount that we see in normal Brevecto. So just something to take note of with that. So Again, I think they're both really great products. They are ones that if I have an owner who doesn't want to apply things as much, then we will utilize things like, you know, Brevecto just so they can have that less frequent administration. And for some owners that makes a huge difference in, you know, what they're able to do and what they um, can actually be successful with at home. Next, I want to talk about the oral product, the only oral product that I know of that's an isoxazoline for cats. Obviously, there's a lot of options for dogs, and that would be Cordelio. So Cordelio by Alanco. Um, Cordelio cat, it is Lodoloner. And again, still very efficacious against fleas and ticks. Um, it is labeled, at least from what I can see it on their website, for the black leg tick, which they say is the most common tick infesting cats six months or older. The labeling for the actual tick portion of this is for six months or older. But for fleas, the labeling is, um, I believe, eight weeks. And so very efficacious, very fast speed of kill. Starts killing fleas within six hours. Um, more than 98% of fleas by 12 hours and 100% of fleas by 24 hours. All of these isoxazoline products are very, very good at controlling, um, having fast speed of kill in the duration that it's labeled for. So this is labeled for, again, the fleas and kittens eight weeks or older, weighing two pounds or greater. And for the black leg ticks and kittens that are six months of age or older and still two pounds or greater. Um, this is the only oral product. So if you have owners where they are uncomfortable with topical products, or there's various reasons where they can't use topical products, this is a great option. They have lots of, like I said, the low weight size, which is really helpful. Um, and it's a very small pill. So sometimes they get asked about that too. You know, oh, is it just gonna be this huge pill thinking of choose maybe we use in dogs and they actually do have it in a pretty friendly small size. Um, and the cats I have used it on have really enjoyed taking it and it doesn't seem to be a big issue. So I do think it's a great option if you want something oral, it is a monthly product. Um, and so that's something to consider as well. So all of them are monthly, obviously, except for Brevecto. And then lastly, talking about the isoxazolines for cats. Again, this is just talking about cats in the U.S. and hopefully I didn't miss any. Um, but there is now, and this is the one that a couple of months ago, someone asked me about at a conference and this is NextGuard Combo. So now there's a NextGuard Combo available in the United States. So it is S a Foxaloner. So a Foxaloner is what's in NextGuard. 
Essa Fox Alaner, um, which is, a, I think, a portion of the fo- Fox Alaner, is what is in Nexgar Combo for cats. So this helps, again, to be an antagonist for the GABA channels, blocking pre- and post-synaptic transfer of chloride ions um, and causing death of insects and other ectoparasites. And so the esophoxaloner portion of it helps to kill adult fleas um, and then treats and prevents the flea infestation and then controls the black-legged tick and the lone star tick. Um, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to say this word wrong. The other ingredients, because there's three main ingredients in there. So the esophoxaloner is for the flea, and that's the true isoxazoline. Then we have a prenomectin. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, so this helps with things like nematodes. So works with the glutamate-gated uh, chloride ion channels as well. This is what helps with heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. And then finally, we have prosequantil, which that one obviously we know of, and this is going to help with things like tapeworms. So this is a monthly product. Um, It is for eight weeks. Um, So it's labeled for eight weeks. And again, just another really good option to have. And this is one that's getting a pretty good coverage. It is a topical product. Um, and it is something that they have a picture of the syringe on their website and their informational packet, um, really easy to apply and something that is another option that we can utilize in our cats with pretty full coverage of everything that you really want as far as preventative in a cat. So this is a product that is by Boring, um, BI, Boringer Ingelheim. And so just a really nice option to have. As we see more and more of these combination products release, I think it's great that we can really uh, fine tune what we want as preventions in these cats, but really thinking of what are the more common things like these flea infestations and being able to help us really eliminate the possibility of flea allergy dermatitis playing a role in the symptoms that they're showing us. But there's clearly pros and cons and differences. And again, I think all of these are great products. It really depends on what you want to carry on your shelf. It's not going to be reasonable to carry all of these realistically from um, a financial standpoint in the clinic, but different pros and cons, depending on where you are, what preventions you feel like need to be used, whether an owner would prefer something like an oral medication, or if they'd like a topical, if they want it monthly, if they want it every 12 weeks, if you want it with a certain age, um, because the monthly products tend to have a younger age on them. So I think there, again, is a, a... really a lot of benefit to all of these products. What's important is knowing that the isoxazolines are going to provide us with good flea prevention, but also help to eliminate those ectoparasites from a dermatologic standpoint. So we can feel pretty comfortable. We shouldn't be dealing with something like, you know, notoedries in a really itchy cat if we're utilizing this, that we should have good flea control. Also remember that in an ideal world, if we are ruling out things like flea allergy dermatitis, that we want everyone in the household, all dogs and cats on good flea prevention, preferentially an isoxazoline, because beyond just controlling that particular pet, say that cat, since we're talking about cats this week, we also got to make sure we're controlling the environment in general, because with these products, the flea does have to take a bite in order for it to be effective. So we want to minimize the whole population in that cat's environment so that they are not getting that stimulation. And we do that by utilizing really good products, again, ideally isoxazolines, on all the dogs and cats in the environment to limit the exposure of the allergic pet. So that was an, hopefully a helpful deep dive into isoxazolines available 
um, in the U.S. for cats. Um, I will make sure to dig up all the differences and then next week we can work on covering dogs. But I hope you found this beneficial because I know it can get overwhelming, you know, probably later down the road, there's gonna be new products out. I can only speak to what's available right now in July of 2023, since there's our changes and labelings and changes in products all the time, but that is what's available now. And I hope that that is something, the information that you can utilize in your clinic.